0: Guten Abend, meine Mark. Ah, guten Abend, Johnny. Alles wieder gut? Ja, es geht's gut.
1: Wie geht's? Wie geht's, meine Schatzi? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, guys, uh, if you could not tell, this is coming to you live and fresh from Germany. This is Johnny. (laughs) And
0: this is Mark, and what is this piping hot Gruben, that we're giving to the good listeners, Johnny?
1: um mark this is uh, the dang old podcast it is a lovely two-person podcast where we go through two episodes of the beloved animation classic king of the hill every week and we tell you what we like and what we hate and we uh take a look at if this awesome epic show just still holds up 20 years later uh and mark here's a little surprise for you i think it does <laughs> i mean i hope even, so, this, week. even this week otherwise
0: we have devoted a ton of time to <laughs>
1: <laughs> for it just to fall flat something
0: that we hate which i don't know i don't know i'm kind of starting to hate king of the hill a little bit but we'll get into it
1: well i think uh, i think it goes with saying here that uh this week's episodes are the last two of season five mark so we are five seasons through at the end of this episode how intense oh, is that
0: that's insane. I, it seems like just yesterday, like, I think our birthday is like the first week in September, like our official, like, I think so. dang
1: old birthday. We're almost a year old. That's crazy to me, John. Almost, almost a year old, buddy. It's good stuff. <laughs> hey, everybody that's been listening to us for a year, because there's got to be at least one or two of you out there that have been listening every week for a year. Um, hey, thank you. Thanks for that. Yes. Thank you. We love you guys. But enough of that
0: business, Johnny, let's jump on into it.
1: I say we do. This is uh, We're going to start this week with episode 103, Hank's Backstory. We have an original air date of May 6, 2001. It's written by our good friends, the Allens, Alan Cohen and Alan Friedland. Yay. And our cast of characters, uh, since uh, our lovely wiki did not uh, have a cast of characters and was down today, so I had to do it just kind of on the fly here. If I'm missing anybody, you sue me. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, we have Hank, Peggy, Bobby Hill, Dale Gribble, Bill Doetree, Boomhauer, Dr. Tate, Nurse Gina, Cotton, Dee, Dee and G.H. Hill, Pharmacy Technician, Dave Olston, Wayne, Phil, and Larry, Khan, Supanusapone, and Octavio. Uh, this is a good episode, Mark. At least, Well... Good good is the is the only, like, that's the strongest qualifier I'm going to give you for it. I don't want to give away too much here. Okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. you want to yeah. give me a synopsis, though, instead of giving away too much? I absolutely would. Uh, Hank and the guys enter a competitive mower race, and practice proves to be too much for Hank's back. That's my short and sweet way of not giving away the fact that Hank has no oh Boy, ass. you're
0: really burying the lead with that one. Okay, I like it.
1: I, I really am. I re- I'm trying to get sneaky and sly. That way I don't give away too much, and that way you know, people actually still kind of want to go back and watch some of these after you and I've just given away all of the major plot points. Well, I'm curious to see though. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure that people disagree with us. Like, oh, sure. You know, there's somebody out there that absolutely loved major babies. It's true. And you all have to tell me if my synopsis just isn't cutting it. You like, come on, I'm ready. I'm willing I have yet to see anything from you guys on my Twitter, so that's just, it is what it is. Um, Mark, I think our A-story character, really, like, the only big character here is Hank. Everybody else, I mean, the, the guys are there, they're, they're quite a bit, uh, Peggy's there quite a bit, Bobby there shows up there at the end, you know, like, I don't know if, it's because it's one story, we don't have a B-story in this. No, very, very linear, yeah, and very, yeah. Yeah, and it's really, it's just Hank-centric, right? yeah would you call this a very special episode or no um no if you if you want to qualify it as a very special episode this would be like like oh you are digging digging deep like real deep for something to to make sure that people know that they need to know i really i don't think so i i Okay. It may it would be different. It would be different if the guys and Cotton were like not always assholes to Hank about things, but they are always assholes to each other about everything. <laughs> I, I, okay, this I is just wonder because Hank has a definite like arc in this
0: one and he's like, I have this deal, it's bad, and then he's like, No, I have this deal and a lot of other people like they're raising
1: awareness for it, I guess. it's yeah, I mean we do get a race for the cure line out of Bobby, which is amazing. Um <laughs> Now maybe I mean I guess he could kind of qualify it as that. We'll see. Let's uh, talk about it. Let's, let's talk is...
0: our way through this because I need to talk to you about <laughs> this... this one anyway. Like,
1: yeah, this whole premise is just so silly to me. Uh, give me some of your notes, man. Oh, some of my notes.
0: Um, number one, the boys mowers. I love them. I love how they're different. I love how they're unique. Boomhauer's got his weird yeah. like. I don't know what you call it, like the dick model, because it looks like he's driving a penis. Uh, Dale's is, it's got like, his it's Mason. Like...
1: Yeah, Boomhauer's looks like oddly spelt, like it's the sports model of something. Yeah, but it's just got that weird
0: like column near a drive shaft. It's kind of it's like a Boomhauer has a Mario Kart. That's what he's got.
1: Yes, yes, he does. No wonder he fucking wins. <laughs> oh shit! Spoilers, he... guys! Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, because the mower race, guys, is
0: the most important part of this episode. The the repercussions is. of this episode will be felt throughout the timeline from here on in. Um, it absolutely will. Yeah. Dale's also shame got his... on
1: Dale for not using, shame on him for not using his fucking show turtles as Mario Kart props. Just saying. No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> no.
0: Because I had a minute here. I watched the fucking like Dale training montage scene with the chicken. I watched that four times to see if he actually killed that goddamn bird or not. Like <laughs> Dale does enough dirty tricks. That he doesn't need to massacre his poor sh- show turtles, but it's good to see. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's got his fifteen hundred. Bill's got his like dumpy little rust bucket, and Hank has Hank's mower. And I like that they're all different. It's I just like it, yeah, it's it's the personality of the mower behind the boy, I suppose. Um I like Hank. And I'm also afraid of doctors because every goddamn time I go, I get stabbed with something and it costs me five hundred dollars and doesn't usually fix the problem
1: well, they usually just put the sense of fear into you for no fucking reason oh, hey, by the way, this you might have this thing, and it might really suck for you a bunch of years down the line. So, yeah, just be aware of that. We're just going to let you wander off back into the ether until something hurts again.
0: <laughs> Here's $400 I'm, I'm there for with co- you. Really cortisone like shot. It. It'll fix you for a month
1: about, give or take. All right. Yep. Yeah, I'm not yep. a huge fan of doctors either, but you, you and I also live in America where that shit is stupidly expensive.
0: I well, think you we don't. More not access anymore.
1: I preventative care. Oh, it's yeah, true. You go get all the fucking preventative care have- you want. Like, bring I, me I over, can't. Sam, you're like general life mate. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> There you go. Hey, do they do throuples here? We'll make it
0: work. It's Germany, buddy. You know they do.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm not near Berlin. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Sorry, general I interrupted note, you.
0: It's all right. It's It's all right. General note to our listeners, you guys, for God's sake, do squats and do deadlifts. It is very important to your health overall. Just please, for Christ's sake, do them. Work the gluteals. <laughs> this should almost be a con, so I'm going to save it for that. We do get a double fisting of Toby Huss as both Cotton and Con, and that's pretty good. We, we yes. talk a lot. I don't think we've had a double fist of them since uh, Nine Pretty God Darn Angry Men. But at the same time, it's I think so literally not really an exchange of lines or, or it's not really anything. It's just a, a, a brief exchange of lines, but whatever. Um, I really like the way that Peggy tricks Hank. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> and um, man, I, I just as a general note moving forward, I really want to like this episode, but holy shit, does this episode make it hard to like this episode? How about you, buddy?
1: um so you hit one of mine already it's the return of dale's mason 5000 um uh, we have not seen that since it was uh abducted Dogdale afternoon right yep. Dogdale after thank you thank you for that very excellent callback um nothing else cuts i it. I, <laughs> I like that i swear to god dude i still want to find a, a bright green mason mower hat i i need one i absolutely need one that's so nerdy, but I freaking need one. Listeners, um, get Johnny. Uh, welcome to Ger- uh, welcome into <laughs> Germany,
0: present or Deutschland. <laughs> we'll present.
1: <come> <laughs> Except for people in Germany, don't wear baseball hats. It's very weird over here.
0: You're yeah, um, the weirdo.
1: That's that's true. I am American after all. Yeah, um, I, I've got it fun. written down here. No, no ass and a narrow urethra. Hank has to be packing. <laughs> It's like, I don't know what else this dude brings to the table. Either he's really good with his tongue or he is packing, man. Just because he has a narrow <laughs> urethra
0: doesn't mean he doesn't have a kidney cracker. Like...
1: It's, no, I'm just saying, like, like he's got a lot, not a lot going on where it should be going on. So he's got to make up for it in one area at least. And I, I just can't see Hank, like, going down on Peggy. <laughs> That's just not the gentlemanly thing to do. Bullshit.
0: It is, listeners, it is the gentlemanly thing to do.
1: I, so, in context for Hank, I don't think it is. No, I, and, and I, also, I know. I know. <laughs> I also don't think that even as horned up as she may get, sometimes I don't think Hank would ever let Peggy go down on him.
0: I bet. I don't know, Johnny. They've done things you can't even imagine.
1: Oh, that's true. I know. I use that quote way too much. I'm <laughs> sorry. No, no. It's every time you call me out on it. Every time because. But I, I don't want to disagree, disagree with you. Just. Like, <laughs> i'm dead set in this hank and peggy are ma and pa kettle and that's how they have sex they have one position that they use and that's it and they only ever have sex like once a week if that
0: yeah, so you yes, gotta call but... me out on it man i don't know dude i i don't know Or twitter followers <laughs> disappointed me a while back thinking that bill shit more than peggy i guess the new one is <laughs> on a scale of megalo of blue flame of valor how kinky are hank and peggy
1: well, we know they get down in train cars, but also the, that's not for a while.
0: We're gonna have a very special episode, you and I, and we're just gonna go back and like re-listen to this shit or re-watch every time they have sex and like talk about all the little foibles and stuff like that. One of um, mm-hmm. oh, and now I can't think of it off the top of my head when Luann busted. I want to say it's moving on out, right? <laughs> and yeah, she busts in, up. yeah. And I'm taking off my boxers now. <laughs> You could have seen your uncle's nipples. Oh! <laughs> uh, also, hold that little bit in mind.
1: Anyway, you keep giving me your notes. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um so I had a question for you and I'm curious, what is a realistic depiction of DGS cuz I really don't think it's it's true, but what is something that would be like debilitating like that? That they would have you'd have to go to a that you'd have to go to a support group for. The only thing I can think of is like having a colostomy bag. Okay. Okay, that's I know a person affected by DGS. <laughs> I'm not saying that there are people that are like that. I just don't think it's fucking real. <laughs> It's very real. It's very real. This dude is six foot five. Does he have
0: butt boobies? Just let me tell you this. Just let me get this out. I'm not going to mention names. It's a person. (laughs) It's a person that I used to work with. Um, Like, he has no ass. He's this gigantic gut, four chins, uh, probably pushing six foot six. Big, 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 big old boy, Johnny. And his ass is so small that he has to treat it like a fucking toddler every time he goes into the bathroom because he can't rest his pants on his ass shelf when he hangs a piss. Wow. So every time you go in the bathroom, you see that motherfucker's big white ass. Ankle. Every single time, dude. And it is... <laughs> it's literally Hank's butt boot. It's, God, it's so... It's bad. Like, he doesn't have the, like, implants, but, like, dude, there's just that. There's that one right there. Um, But also, in this day and age, I don't think that a support group for an illness or condition or insert medical word here, I don't think that's unheard of at all. People love to get into echo chambers of their own nonsense. Like... Man, yeah. if there was a support group for colorblind produce managers, I'd bet I'd be in there. <laughs> I could talk okay. all this good shit about how I stocked the wrong color bell peppers and got written up for it, you know, shit like that. Like,
1: yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I was thinking, I was thinking to this because it's like they, they make it a big deal, and it really shouldn't be because it's just it's a dude with no ass that has to wear saline fakies underneath his pants, but like. It, it it's very veiled to where it could be something that is very real. And the only thing I could equate it to in real life is something like a colostomy bag where it is very embarrassing. You can't wear shorts because you just have like a random bag of shit that's around your waist essentially yeah. at any given point. So, like, that would definitely need a support group, and that would definitely incite some, like, if I'm going to go and enter a, a mower race and write, like, the colostomizers on the side of my mower, I bet you people would, <laughs> I bet you people would just, like, throw a brick through my window, like they so succinctly said. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else. Also, colostomizers, right off the top of my head. That is not planned. That is pure what? improv, baby.
0: Listeners, there is your punk band name for the week, The Colostomizers.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, that's an amazing punk band name. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Um, And then Mark, did you catch the song that was playing during the mower race?
0: Oh, I know I wrote down a music cue, but I can't find it. What is it, Johnny? Uh,
1: So at first, I I instantly recognized the singer because it's Creedence Clearwater Revival. And I thought it was Down on the Bayou, and it is not Down on the Bayou. It is the song Green River. Ah. Yes, but I definitely stopped and had to try and find like a very specific lyric that I could look up. And there was, there's another one that's about dancing in the moonlight. And there's some weird ass 70s song that's that's called dancing in the moonlight. And I'm like, this is not the one I'm listening to. I it to be way more like Podunk and Louisiana for this. So let's keep looking. And I'm pretty sure this is CCR. I found it. Anyway, long story. Dancing short, in the it. moonlight's a really um, solid song, though. It it, Ooh, it is, but it's not dancing CCR. Dancing in the moonlight. Yeah. But it's not credence, so it's uh, fine. I hate credence. Yeah, Fuck it's Creedence. fine. It, I see. I like credence, but it's it's cool. I it's like cool. credence, but
0: I also but, like Vietnam movies. And boy, I hate credence because credence isn't every single Vietnam movie.
1: I, I mean, they were a lot of protesters, buddy. But um, I, hey, you know what? You don't like credence, and you also don't like the bandits in the next episode. So it's it's cool.
0: It's really how did cool. you read my notes? <laughs>
1: Uh, let's get to some pros. Cause that's all I got for notes, man. <laughs> what do you got for me, dude? I love Hank's confidence that he's got when he, he's talking to them all. He's like, you know what? I am the man. Like, like nobody's going to get ahead of the man. And I am the man. And he just looks, he stares down his three best friends. He's like, Oh, no, Oh, Oh. When he tells gonna Dale, get. they're not going to be the pit crew. Yeah. 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 Yes. What yes. does he say? Um, he's got a really solid line there. It's like snuff that mister or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. He's like uh, – like it's, it's something to the effect of like uh, no one's going to beat the man and I'm the man. Yeah, I just –
0: I really like the like – in. I don't know what the word is. I'm about to Peggy Hill it here. I like the indignancy on Hank's face.
1: Yes, I guess it's the, the confidence. He is – it's seeping. This is yeah. like – um, this is running back like before he snapped his ankle, Hank. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if we have seen that in you know, we we don't see it very often. I don't I don't think we've seen it in a very long time. Hubris, um, Hank. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> Hubris, Hank. Yes. Uh, I I have a three word sentence here, Mark, and I hope you're you're with me on this as a pro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's meat crown. <laughs> I love Hank just walking up to him. Because his mower is so fucking slow. And just like owning his ass with a ball of ground meat. (laughs) Like, oh, so good. Um, As cruel as it is... Oh, go ahead. No, I
0: was going to say, can we argue about that for a second? Yes. I don't think that Hank wouldn't have already pre-pattied his patties. Okay. I reckon that Hank's the type of dude to pre-make the patties and season them and let them sit for like 15 minutes but that's just me he, I, mean, I don't buy you know, that he has a, a gigantic bowl of ground beef next to him
1: unless unless he is just out there doing it before like he has he's doing it before he's thrown it in the fridge because you're right like that's how you do it you you make your patties and then you let them sit in the fridge to like regain their substance yeah or whatever like let the know, fat kind of say- solidify again I was gonna say, yeah, I don't want to say re-harden, but that's really what it is. Like, it, yeah, all that handling and stuff has started to break down the, mat, The wow, the fats in the meat. Um, so I don't know, because it's definitely a, it's not Hank-ish to not have that already done. But I don't know. I did. We didn't, actively, we didn't actively see him, like, grilling with it yeah i don't i don't know i just i had
0: that as a it was a con but like it's a dumb con but at the same time you had brought it up and i kind of wanted to just
1: talk to you about it because i was curious as to your feelings yeah 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 um my next one here as cruel as it is i love the keep away scene okay especially because cotton immediately drives up and starts getting involved with it okay um i'm not going to talk too much about cotton in here because uh i definitely like the Thirty seconds he's on screen is probably the best thirty seconds of the whole damn episode. Um, and then the entire race sequence, like I the like music, the um, yeah, like Dale Dale stabbing Hank in the ass, like uh, Bill immediate immediately tanking it right at the beginning and just go, oh, well, I did better than I thought I would. <laughs> like, oh, it's that whole sequence is so good. Um. That, but that's what I got for pros. I, I kind of sat and I watched some of this episode and there wasn't a lot I could hand pick out of it. And it's not like I sat and watched it because I enjoyed it so much. It was just more like a, there's not a lot to pick from here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what are your pros, buddy? Um. Let's
0: see. My pros. Number one, Dale killing the bush. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I laughed way yep. too hard at just that one little bit. I like the way the doctor takes the piss out of Hank about his ass implants be or, or about the, yeah, about the ass implants or the, sorry about Hank's ass prosthetic. No, yes. orthotic orthotic Hank's or, ass orthotic. orthotic, my orthotic, the medical <laughs> device. And he's like, <laughs> are, and he says to him, are your f- shoes fake feet? And it just totally deflates all of Hank's argument. I really, really like that bit. huh. Um, I was really glad to see Peggy has actually had like growth as a character and as a person she, Where talks, she talks about to the feet. doctor yeah peggy wouldn't do that peggy wouldn't talk about that
1: no, Not no that is, this is absolutely great. growth. yeah th- this is a weirdly <laughs> good peggy episode what's up can, while we're while we're right on that can i just say that that his uh yeah yeah we're made for each other i get it <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> that is it's per- such a great delivery mike judge you get a chef's kiss from me on that <laughs> that's a really good little lie like, like, it should be a throwaway, but I laugh every time I hear it.
0: <laughs> um, I like the boys' costumes for the mower race, especially Boomhauer.
1: Yep, is but that I that's like, not the same outfit? That's not the same outfit he's got when they do his drag race, is it? I think it is. I think it's the same jumpsuit. Or, yeah, is it? Interest. I have to go back and look. Yeah, that would be some fun continuity. Man, I got Google. I mean, we do. It is not. Boomhauer rocks a blue
0: jumpsuit with a silver stripe, and okay. you will get that momentarily, but it is a different outfit, so now confirm that Boomhauer has two
1: separate racing jumpsuits. Yes. Which, knowing his, like, interests and stuff, that really doesn't surprise me all that much. Yeah,
0: totally. Totally on point for Boomhauer. Um, And finally, I do like Hank's I guess I don't I guess you'd call it an arc. I like his growth in this episode. I like him being embarrassed. I like him learning that no, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just not It's just something that I have that makes me a little bit different. And then I like his kind okay. of like ardent support of it. I like it. I like the way that he does this. I kind of I don't know. I just like Hank in this one. It's a good Hank episode.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Now there's definitely some growth here with Hank and I, that's, that's what makes this episode worth watching in my opinion. Yeah. Let's okay. We let's talk about
0: cons. I got a lot of cons. I got a lot to say. I got, man, I got a lot to say.
1: Give me your cons. I, I, I've, I've only got like two of them and they're both Peggy related and it's weird nitpicky shit. So I'm, I'm excited to hear some of yours. Um, Peggy just – she calls Hank out and says, why won't you ever go to a doctor? I go and see a doctor when I'm incapacitated. But, Mark, what is the uh, what is the one episode that you and I reference every single time we do this show? A firefight and we will go. Oh, I was going to say Lupe's Revenge, Peggy, but yeah. It is a firefight and we will go. And what does she do in the very beginning? She pulls her fucking groin muscle. Does she go to the doctor? Absolutely not. Nope, it literally incapacitates her. She can't bring her brochures in without a limp. And yet – she stays home. So it's like, you are a damn hypocrite. You it's leave that man alone. You. Yes, but like the last time we saw her take Hank to the doctor, I'm pretty sure it was because he hadn't shit in like three weeks. Unless you're and... counting
0: pregnant paws when they went to the uh, clinic.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't no, count. that. Is, that's for, not a doctor. Know, that's they, a fertility eh. clinic. I don't know. It is, but it's like, realistically, the last time she brought Hank to see the doctor or to the hospital, not only did she get to sit in there while he got something shoved up his ass, but so did his kid and a med student. Like, yeah, I would not want to go anywhere with you towards the fucking doctors anytime soon after that. Okay, so you know how we have our episode archetypes? Yes.
0: And like, we, we've we now kind of discovered the one that Hank gets sexually assaulted. We also, <laughs> we also need to go to one where Hank has a miserable experience with a doctor. Cause, um, okay. So like, uh, initial x-ray beef doctor wasn't bad. Colonoscopy. We can, I'm sure we can agree was pretty rough. Um, yeah. we have this one, which is pretty goddamn rough on Hank. Like, yeah, the doctors, <laughs> I just, I like the doctors. What would you call that? Uh, brusqueness of you have no ass. And he turns him around and makes him like look in the mirror at his ass.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um uh him getting yeah, his whatever nose the... broken. <clears throat> he has to like go to the plastic I, I... surgeon.
1: Yep. As I said, <laughs> whatever the opposite of a uh, bedside banner is, that's what that, that fucking doctor is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the they get the uh, hell yeah, out of no, my his... building. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, his nose gets all busted. Um
0: there's others too. I know there's others, and I just blanked on them. But yeah, Hank does not have good doctor experiences.
1: Uh, he's got the one where he throws out his back and has to go and see Johnny Depp to do yoga. That's, and his that's the one I was gonna say. Like, yeah, yeah, where he just has to. Oh well, there's beyond drugs. There's nothing I can do for you. Well, but then he goes to the other one, and that, and he keeps throwing balls at him. <laughs> he has to say he's just throwing shit at him.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think we have a new – I think – wow, we have two Hank episode archetypes of him getting sexually assaulted and bad doctor
1: trips. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then the other, only other one I have in here is I <sighs> – Peggy Hill drives me nuts sometimes, and most of the time I can forgive it. But as okay. somebody who has to delete about 900 fucking spam emails a day, if you got my business card and started sending me your joke of the day, I would, like, find some way to sue your ass. Like, that is harassment. <laughs> So that just struck a nerve with me.
0: I had that same thought, but then I realized, how often
1: do you and I just send each other shit from Reddit? It is different because you and I are not strangers and you didn't get my email from a card. Okay, okay, that's cool. Okay, because we have a relationship. (laughs) But you're right, exactly. Like I said, I have no shame in sending you all the weirdest crap. I sent you that very, very awkwardly sexual picture of a, a set of eggs the other day and you opened it at work.
0: Oh yeah, and I fucking showed it to the boys too, and they're like, "Uh huh." What is this? And I'm and like, was, "Shut up."
1: That is very inappropriate. You probably shouldn't show people at work. However, if I had sent that to a random stranger because it was funny enough to send to a lot of people, that would have not been cool. Have, so she, have, oh god, she. Ugh. What? What? What's up, buddy? <laughs> no, it doesn't say she. She drives me nuts, and this this was one of those like, "Okay, Peggy, you have pushed me over the edge with like two lines. It's too damn much." <laughs> Oh, um, right. but dude, um, that's that's what I've got for cons. Uh, tell me your cons, man. Let's get into them. Getting getting into my cons, I got a lot. Um, all right. So con
0: number one, Hank would never make those patties, but then I have the addendum to it. Never mind. Okay. Con: The doctor is not voiced by Diedrich Bader.
1: That is a con.
0: It should be. It should be Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader. Absolutely, he's should got be. a great doctor voice, and I would love it if like I know how we bitch we bitch so much about like them recycling voices, especially in the earlier seasons. And it's just mm-hmm. like, Oh, that's just Kathy and Jimmy. Oh, that's just Pamela Alden. But like, I would love to have Diedrich Bader be the only doctor voice in this, in, in this series. I think that'd be super cool except for the Indian one. The Indian one has to stay the Indian one, but whatever. Right. Well,
1: um, and they, they, you got, they, they have since long since expanded their roster of people that they can use, you know, like, um, Oh yeah, you could have Breck and Meyer. You could have used and Meyer for this. Yeah, I mean by this point, like that like, dude has got the ability. I haven't
0: had, but when's the last time I've bitched about like um, voice acting in this? Like it has, we haven't recycled it think It's in been like two seasons. It's been a yeah, goddamn minute. It's been minute. like two yeah. seasons. Yeah. Um, Dale. I don't like Dale in this episode. Once again, Dale is unnecessarily cruel. Yeah, we just talked about and in he- um, Hank's choice when he like interrupted his anniversary party to talk shit about bobby living in the doghouse and stuff like that right and so there's that one there's dale being needlessly cruel but then follow up to okay i okay just remember that dale's cruel right because i i gotta get through yeah. all of these before i like go full fucking saying on this episode um yeah. peggy stole my catchphrase of it's good to laugh again yeah. con con to peggy because <laughs> now, because now I can't tell if I got that from her. You know what I mean? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, okay. So now I, I, I just got to get this out. I can't tell if this is a great episode or a really shitty episode. That's just hitting points and beats and marks because now we're going to get formulaic. We know that in season five, half the writing staff left to go do whatever the hell else. Yep. So like, let's, I'm just going to break this down. Number one, that yard scene would never have occurred. There's no fucking way that Hank would have walked out into his backyard in a towel. All right.
1: It's true. He would not have. I've always seen that as a a point of contention in this show.
0: Like just number one, first thing out of the gate. Like that's why I said, remember Luann seeing Hank's nipples almost like he's in a towel. Like I get his anger or not whatever you want to call it. Frustration with Peggy. I also want to know how many support garments the Hill House goes through, because she's just washing her bras, right? I don't want to think about it, whatever, but yeah. Yeah,
1: well, and it looks like nylons and stuff in there, too, but...
0: Oh, I forgot nylons are a thing. That's right. That's right. They would be for Peggy. It's literally a Peggy-centric load. Yeah. That's what Meg gets her every week. (laughs) Right, (laughs) they are Peggy-centric. (laughs)
1: <laughs> sorry it's
0: alright are we horny? is I'm that horny. what our problem is? we're just a little
1: horny today hey Mark yeah. does it feel good to laugh again? it feels good to laugh again
0: <laughs> god damn it just drink some beer take a beat giggles.
1: I gave you the giggles buddy that's my bad
0: now we've all got the giggles, <laughs> um. So, um. Okay, so hot, so hot. Wow, Jesus Christ. Okay, so like to the to the yard scene, right? Um, Cotton. Yeah. Then shows up. Cotton is just fucking right there. I don't buy that Hank would shortchange a shower before his dad got there. I don't buy that. Maybe he did. Maybe he got a fork late or something. I don't know. But there's Cotton. There's Cotton right there. Ha ha, thank God, Cotton's funny. Um, During the mower race, it was one of your pros, and I feel bad for calling it out, but Bill's immediate no. failure. And it's just such a bit. Because Bill's a fat fucking pant load, and we don't care. Yep. And then he even has a line of, I got further than I thought I would. It's like, really? Did you really? Why did you spin out and die? You haven't spun out and died like any other time you've been doing it. I know that Bill's been practicing. Shit like that. Right. Um, And then Bobby running next to Hank. And he's like, you gotta get it out. And then immediately he gets, like, that side <laughs> stitch. And it's he's like, god like, damn. <clears throat> but, okay, yeah. okay, so we just watched in What Makes Bobby Run. That little bastard can fucking sprint. I, as far as I'm concerned, Bobby is a dwarf. He cannot sprint for long dis Or, you know, he can't sprint for a long time. He's but useless he's over deadly. long distance. Thank- he's deadly over long distances. Yeah, like, that's it. Like... God damn, I just, I don't know. Um, There's so much of this that's just, we need to hit marks. We need to hit points. It it really, like, this episode really messed with me. I want, listeners, this is a very special episode for me because I can tell you that every episode this week, I had to watch twice just to make sure that I was justified in my hatred against it. And my, like, overall answer is yes. But then also I watched it sober versus not sober. And I used performance-enhancing substances and even under performance enhancing <laughs> okay. substances i just didn't really like it like i don't know man i had a lot of problems um i feel like we're getting super like season 5e you can tell that we're, we we you can tell that we've now been running the show for se- going into 6 seasons um we have new characters we're going to see this next week with kidney boy and mm. hamster girl we're like it's just we we i don't know we're we're getting into weird circumstances we're getting the addition of new characters we're getting these weird it's just weird it's just getting weird it's kind of getting not tough for me to watch but at the same time this isn't the king of the hill that i have loved up to four seasons now and guys you can go back and listen by and large i have loved like 80 percent of these episodes
1: Oh, yeah, we've had five seasons to really get to know these characters. And when I'm right here with you, but also I have to be on the side of change here because like we've very much grown accustomed to this is this is Dale. This is what Dale does. Anything that he does that's not in this realm is not Dale. And therefore, it's awkward and weird. And therefore, I don't want him to take chances because I just want Dale. Now, for the evolution of the character, you have to have it. As much as I, I want to say I, I'm a fan of change, I'm really not. I bitch about it all the time. It's like, well, that character shouldn't be doing this. And then you go, no, he really fucking should. L- open your eyes because this is what this character is now growing into. But but am I the asshole because I'm looking at the grand scope of it or? No, 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 no. No, I don't think you are. Like I said, after five seasons, you ha- you know exactly what you like. And as long as they can maintain those core values, then you're fine, you know? It doesn't matter if... But I feel like this one is trying to just hit those core values. Really, the thing that...
0: So, I really liked this episode. I remember this episode fondly. And then I watched the keep-away scene in the yard. And I'm like, none of this is fucking plausible. This doesn't happen. Well, and that's that's why you're mad. Because that isn't a core value. But it's... I don't know. Because it kind of is. Because, yeah, Cotton will take any chance to be cruel to Hank. And we've seen Dale being cruel to Hank. But, like... I don't know. Also, 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 we're going to see Hank's penis twice in a season, dude. And I'm not cool with that. In five seasons of The King of the Hill, we've never seen Hank naked. And I'm not saying I need to simp for Hank like I simp for Luann. But, like... Dude, they, they just shoot their wad. We're going to get it next week, too. We're, I'm going to bitch about this next week, too. So bear yeah. that in mind. But I don't know. I don't know where I fall on this one. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm rambly and upset, and I've taken too much of our no, time. No,
1: no, no, no. You're good. I think it's it's ne- it's a necessary thing because we have, like, like I said, this is our last week of season five. And after over 100 episodes, you and I are very intimate with these characters, even if we hadn't watched it, you know, a million times before this. Anybody who sat sits through 100 episodes of a TV show gets to complain when the character doesn't act like they're supposed to or, like, how they've been written for five fucking seasons or 100 episodes. Like, it, you're right that, yeah, Cotton will take the piss out of Hank every every chance that he gets. And it's not uncommon for Dale to be a total dickhead, especially when Cotton is around. That's when he feels like he gets, like, the fuel to his fire for doing it. But at the same time, there. There's, and that's fine, because yeah. we've seen him
0: do it, like, fucking doing the pressed ham with, um, oh, the Sani Annie's walking vlog. Yes. Um, I can't think of it offhand. Oh, but at the, at the same time... Yeah. The final shinsault. At salt. the same
1: time, the setup is all wrong, like you said, because Hank would never be out there getting his orthotic, because we saw in the porno episode that Hank does not want his unmentionables mm-hmm. being hung out to dry on the line. He freaked the fuck out. That's the whole point of the episode. They had to go and get a new dryer because he did not want his underwear out on the line. So why would he Why would he be okay with Peggy yeah. still putting her unmentionables and his orthotic that goes on his ass out there? And that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't yeah. make sense that he would go out in nothing but a towel because, like you said, he's a very private person. He doesn't even, like... He doesn't even wear shoes in his kitchen because his dog is like licks off the floor. He's got really weird rules that he is super ritualistic about, and they break a lot of them in this. So you know you're absolutely justified in having your issues with this. I overlook them a little bit because I'm I'm trying I'm trying to be the the other side of the candle here, buddy. Because I can't just ride the hate <laughs> train with you the whole time. You and I will tank this after a hundred some odd episodes. <laughs>
0: But we won't because we'll still have the ones that we disagree on. I just, I I don't know. Cause I want to, I want to still like it because like I said, I really liked this episode up until two days ago when I rewatched it for this show. And I'm like, fuck, I, it's just tough. I don't know. And that's why I had the note of, I want to love this episode, but it makes it super hard.
1: On a rewatch. I mean, you don't love everyone. I, I have come to the recent discovery. If I may diverge for just like half a second here that uh, the only oh, yeah. probably the only other TV show I've ever watched more than King of the Hill is Futurama. And I have watched Futurama probably all the way through maybe 20 times. And that's a lot of times to watch the same damn show, right? Like, that's a very... Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fucking time. And I have come to the realization probably within the last couple of months because it's one of my wife's all-time favorite shows, too. We like to sleep to it. And... I cannot stand that show after its original run is done. Like I actively tune it out. yeah, we'll actively put on anything else until those episodes are done. Like my wife will go to bed a half hour earlier than I will and I'm I, I'm awesome. you're you're chucking you're chucking a bunch of episodes I don't have to watch or I only have to watch five minutes of then I can change it because you're asleep. And then when we get back to back around to the, the beginning again to the pilot, I'm in I'm in for five seasons. And I don't. I feel yeah. like I get like you're getting to a point like that with King of the Hill. You have your moment. Your very definitive cutoff of I know I love it up to this point, and I will begrudgingly watch the rest of it because I love the first bit so much. But like it does not make the last of it any better. A really strong start doesn't save a shitty finish. Yeah. So. No, it doesn't, but at the same time, we're
0: not at the finish. We still have what? This is episode, yeah. or so this is season five. We'll call it season six. What is that? We, we have we're seven more halfway. seasons to we're go through. Halfway. And I know, I know that I don't hate no. seven seasons from now. Not every episode. We talk about Bill Bulk and the Body Bunnies uh, once a fucking uh, uh, week. Like Yes, we do. That might be my favorite episode of this show, and that's the last season. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I think that I've kind of found... I don't remember, because I haven't edited it yet and gone back, and you and I have cut a crap load of these, like, spoilers, but, like, I need to go back, because there was one that I know that I fell off the wagon on. Okay. And then you came down, and we watched... We Remember we had, like, our montage of glory? Yes. And, like, those put me back up on the wagon, but now I'm like, no, I, I we hit another bump, I'm off the wagon. Like... Yep. Maybe I'm too fickle. I don't know, but I just... I'm in a weird spot with it. Anyway, let's talk about favorite moments. I'm sorry, no, you're I, we're good. derailing. No, here. the
1: la- the last thing I want to say on the subject of cons here is uh, you are perfectly justified in not it in this episode not living up to its hype. Um, I I see it as I know that there's more down the line that are way worse than this. So I tried my hardest to still enjoy what I could, but I by all rights understand your cons. So don't I don't want you to think that you and I are ba- necessarily even battling here because I'm kind of on the same wavelength as you. I just. Different lens, different lens. Uh, favorite moments, favorite moments. So I've got I've got two in here. And I don't, before we do that, I don't have any retro rage. I could probably find some. I've been really slacking there lately, but I know i got at least one in, in one of these episodes. I think out.
0: we're modernizing. I think that we're kind of getting into the modern era of King of the Hill, so they're kind of tougher to find until we get to next week's episode. And it's like, who the hell is no doubt, but whatever. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's, it's true. Um, so I have two here. One's a cotton line, one's a Peggy line. Do you want to guess the cotton line, Mark?
0: Oh, I don't know the line offhand, but is it when he's talking to Con?
1: <laughs> You're wearing butt boobies. <laughs> that one, okay, okay. <laughs> so no, he just he calls Hank out for wearing fakies, and at, at that point he just goes, so here, put them up next to your great stepmommy's tatas. Let's see who's got the bigger melons. I absolutely adore cotton in this episode. He's such a shithead. <laughs> um and so answer to that
0: answer to that hank has the bigger ones because dds Dee are both lefty so we can assume
1: they're the same size yes. but hank has to have two separate size cheeks so yes um and then the <laughs> other line i've got in here that i always chuckle at because it's very typical of peggy to do this is they're sitting or they're talking to the doctor in um uh, about his dgs or whatever and he says something about how yeah it's uh, what he's got is a genetic disease Genetic, as in fatal? <laughs> She's so dumb. Oh, hey. I love it. We should
0: talk really quick about Bobby. How do you feel about Bobby in this episode? I meant to talk about him and I didn't. Um, Bobby. I like his little bit about doing the workout tapes and Hank going, that's a lady tape. Yep. And, yeah, but
1: I don't want this to affect me, dad.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of like that little bit a little bit.
1: No, so Bobby in this one, I think he's used very sparingly and it's a good thing. You know, you, you, yeah. you see him, you address the whole idea, the whole, like, I need to do this because I don't want my son to feel ashamed if he ends up with it too. And that's what that whole, like, tape does. It's a very good story motivator. It's fine. And then I think Bobby's supporting him in the end, showing him, yep, I'm here. I get that, that this is the thing that's going on. And I, realistically, it's I support you, especially if this is going to hurt me too. Yeah. So, I like it. It's a moment where we get to see it's it's a short moment, but we get to see Hank and Bobby bonding over something that they both genuinely like. Yeah. No, we care about this. But how about your man? How about your favorite moments? Um, I only have
0: one. I like um and it's McMainerberry. When will they learn? I Yep. I just we got we we've had McMainerberry. We've had McMainerberry since like the first initial revolving restaurant. Yep. In uh, what as old as the hills. Yeah. And I really like that. And then it became the revolving bait shop. And we 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 just mentioned McManerberry but like, McManorberry is like the degenerate county in Texas. Oh and, yeah. Or not county. It's the Shelbyville yeah, county. What it, Yeah. It's yeah. It's the show. Thank you. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's the rival city. It's it's always the turn the punch bowl. I, I just like it. I like Hank freaking out. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Um I feel like we're remiss and it's not necess- it doesn't have to be a favorite moment, but goddamn, do I want to call it out every time he shows up in an episode now? Um what what is Octavio doing in this episode, Mark? <laughs> I love Octavio in this. Listeners, he is, he is he is hooking up a canister of nitrous oxide to Dale's mower. To try and give him a little bit of a, a, a competitive edge. <laughs> but he's not. He knows better than doing that. He absolutely does, like... which is why it blows up Dale's mower in the end.
0: Gribble. That's illegal, man. <laughs> <laughs> But so. also also it could I don't know if it's a favorite moment or just a moment that I had to watch five times to make sure that he didn't do it but I like Dale trying to mow the chicken he's bok
1: bok yes, balk, balk, balk. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm going to make it a point, Mark. <laughs> but
0: then when he blows his engine block and Octavio – and he's that cheating Octavio
1: sabotaged my mower. <laughs> right? God. No, I, I think I'm going to make it a point to call out every time Octavio shows up and what he's doing in the episode because it's never the same criminal activity. It's always something shady and it's never the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's just like Dale's Gal Friday, and it's kind of weird. Yeah. I think he even – I think Dale calls him his Gal Friday at least once. I think, anyway, he, I think he does. Uh, any more favorite moments? No,
1: I think, Mark, you should give us a breakdown of the rating system so we can get this guy rated and on to our next Hated episode. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah, because we've talked for a long time already. <laughs> um, our rating system breaks down like this at the very, very bottom. It's the F tier rank. It's a total piece of shit for an episode. It's charcoal. There's nothing good about it. There's nothing redeemable about it. I have a weird feeling, Johnny, that you and I are going to be handing out a sack full of these briquettes in the coming weeks. Above that is Megalo. Megalo is a bronze tier. It's really not that uh, that good of an episode, but if it's on, you're not going to turn it off. It's kind of like the C average. It's just, yeah, you're just kind of yeah, the whole time. Um. Above that is our butane. Butane is a bastard gas, and this is a bastard of an episode. To quote you so eloquently, Johnny, you hate to love it, and you love to hate it. I think is how you say That's it. That's
1: exactly how I say it. And... <laughs>
0: damn right and that's what butane is it's just it's a pretty good episode it's fine it's like our b rating and everybody knows that b's get degrees above that is char king char king is a really good episode you could like call it like our a rank or our gold standard it's what you kind of want to expect out of king of the hill and up until now you and i have given out quite a few of these and i don't feel bad about it yeah but it's a good episode of King of the Hill. And above that, the, the best that we can have is our S-Rank episode, and that's the Blue Flame of Valor. Now, a Blue Flame of Valor is everything that a Char King is except for one crucial point, Johnny. That is you have to, you have to be able to watch that episode with zero context to enjoy it. Right. So, on a scale of Charcoal to Blue Flame, what are you given Hank's backstory?
1: Uh, I gave Hank's backstory a butane. Uh, it's not the best okay. story in the world. It is unique. I mean, they made a whole 20 minute episode about racing lawnmowers and made me give a shit about it. Um, they They addressed. Once Hank again, and his no seeing ass. a
0: thing that they make you give a shit about. Yeah. Boggle championships, substitute teaching, lawnmower racing. At least King of the Hill can nail some kind of obscure shit, and I do appreciate that. I cut you off. I'm sorry. No,
1: no, you're good. Like I said, it's unique. It's silly. Like, it's a really silly episode. Dale chasing a chicken and just completely annihilating his uh, privacy bush in between uh, Hank and his house. Like, that's hilarious. Uh, Hank just, like, leaking out saline out of his ass and having to stand while he's trying to do a... Mo- That's funny to me. Like, it's got its funny moments. It's silly. It's a silly episode. It's not the best in the world. It's definitely not one I would show somebody right off the bat in order for them to understand what this show is. But I don't hate it as much as some of the other ones we've watched. How about you, buddy? Okay.
0: I am very torn between this. I gave it either a Megalo or a Charking. Because I really can't tell. If... If it's me, Mark, I'm giving it a megalo. I don't okay. like this episode. This episode fucking sucks. Everybody is out of character. Nobody. Resp- the only one who's in character is Peggy. Yeah. Okay, cool, but it's also. This is season five. The end of season five, going into season six. It's what you're saying. Things change, things grow, things are different. I can't tell, so I think just to like split the difference, I'll give it a butane, so we'll make it a two-tane. Okay. Because I don't want to talk about this one anymore. It just, it upset me and I feel bad. This episode is bad and they should feel, the Allens should feel bad about this one, just a bit, I feel like. This is my first Allen episode that I'm not into, but.
1: Honestly, I mean, we've seen so, many, so much gold from them that you can, only, you can only milk that pig so much. And yes, I know what I just no, said. No, fuck
0: you. We've seen so much gold from them. No, it's got nipples, Greg. You can milk it, too. We've seen so much gold (laughs) from them, we should expect a higher standard of quality of episode. Like...
1: Yeah.
0: uh, Anything else to say about Hank's backstory? Nope.
1: Let's move on to 104, buddy.
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and hit the next track on this album here. (laughs) Or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to remember how CD players worked, and I really
1: can't. Uh, Yeah, I think you're using all of those words correctly. Just most of our... uh, uh, Gen Z people are not going to know what a track or an album is. Um, let's hit that fresh so, LP that we downloaded yesterday because the the whole the, the whole collection of songs isn't out for another couple weeks. I don't fucking know. I'm trying to make a stupid joke and it's not working.
0: Let's drop this shit because this NFT is fucking lit, fam. Fire, fire, fire. There um, you go. Slaps.
1: Uh, well, this, N- we go. <laughs> this NFT is Kidney Boy and Hamster Girl, which oddly enough would probably be a very expensive fucking nft um original air date may 13th make it make it right now you draw that shit right now as we're doing this and we'll sell it (laughs) um right written by garland testa we've seen him before uh our cast of characters for kidney boy and hamster girl are hank peggy and bobby hill luann platter dale and joseph gribble Boomhauer, bill dotrieve connie sup uh, Anthony, Tony Canal, Gwen Stefani, Vivian, Adrian Young, Unnamed Girl, Stuart Dooley. I had to add Stuart Dooley in there. How, how in the hell somebody forgot him, I will never know. How? How? He's like... I will never know. He's plot point. What the hell? He okay. is. He cool. is. He is. He's, at the, he's right at the, the apex here of the story. Um, and here's our synopsis, but Bobby finds himself invited... You forgot Kim. You forgot Dooley's girlfriend, Kim. I... Uh, Guys, Dooley has a girlfriend named Kim. She got wet. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that delayed Aww. chuckle. <laughs> it took me a second, but yeah. Um, Bobby finds himself invited to the high school prom and helps get a popular early 2000s pop-punk band to play for Arlen. Dale tricks out a porta potty in the alley.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I, you know, I, um, <laughs> is it a is it a B plot with the I I know I'm jumping the gun here but whatever is it B plot for the porta potty or no?
1: It's so it's not Or is that
0: A sub 1? It's
1: I don't know if it's A sub 1 because it gets involved in the A plot but does it it's not like super integral to it? And then literally after it gets involved mm. with the A plot you get one more scene with it and it's like the destruction of it. All right, I'm down to give it B then. That's fine with me. I think video. it's more of a B plot. It's a B plot that gets like shoehorned in for 30 seconds into the A. Like it just it okay. they they have a drive by it's that awkward fucking moment where, uh, what's your face and what's your face see each other in in that one show, that makes total sense to everybody that's in my brain, um, a story characters Bobby and Connie and a bunch of the high school kids from Arlen High, b story characters Hank Dale Bill and Boomhauer. um, Mark let's get into notes. I I don't yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on this episode I was not. I was not very much a fan of this,
0: and I'm, man, for a for a season finale, this episode's a fucking turd. I'm, I'm, this is a little hamster turd of an episode. I'm, I'm, I don't even mind saying. I'm it.
1: starting to have like musical guest fatigue, and I think this is the one that did it because at least the other most of the other ones were like giant in their own right and for more than like two years.
0: Yeah, okay. We'll talk about that in a minute because I got a bunch of shit to say about right, that. Right, right. Yeah, uh notes. Number one, my first note is I hate this episode. <laughs> so heads up. Yep. Um, second note, cold open. So we have a cold open, and then we have the triangle during the credit denoting, except for that one time when it wasn't, that <laughs> yeah. this is in fact the season finale. Yeah. Um, Johnny Who's the poopiest character in King of the Hill, and it's not Peggy or Bill? The poopiest character. The poopiest, the one character in King of the Hill that we always see shitting at least once an episode, or either coming to in the middle of or having come from shitting. Can
1: I ask? Who you, is it? Well, can I ask answer your question with a question? Sure. You work for me. That's right, Johnny. Oh, your it's daddy. your daddy. It's your daddy. I didn't mention Buck's trickling, he's in
0: here. Yeah, barely. He's in here. He, yeah, he, he, in he, here. he takes the shit. Buck takes the shit. Of course Buck takes a fucking well, shit. And say, hey, I guess hey, to that man. end, so is Maria Montalvo and Enrique, I think. I'm oh, 90% God. sure. Let's, let's hope They're at the food truck. Let's
1: hope that Maria gets the in-between and not the end of that. Because you know that between Buck and Enrique, that thing is going to be just wrecked.
0: Or 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 here's a wild goddamn concept. You go inside the fucking building with a fully functional toilet. But hey, whatever. Um. No, that's just the note. Of course, Buck has to shit. <laughs> I have Bobby would die. Oh, oh, if he oh! Goes, if he goes into when the they kitchen. put Bobby in the goddamn dishwasher, yep. that would kill you, listeners. Do not do, do your that. squats and deadlifts. And also, do not do that. A very special moment from Dangle Podcast when we come to you and say, do not get into a goddamn industrial dishwasher. That principle should be fired.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, those things, why? how hot do those things go? It's like 250 degrees, right? Sure. Like, it's it's over boiling water. Like, that's how they use such Yeah, it's water boiling water, it. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like, he would literally come out of that thing with third degree burns
0: that's terrible yeah like bobby is gonna die on tape which man if we could have like an alternate reality king of the hill where it's just all terrible shit and they're just like in an endless cycle of reincarnation to the same role it's like dante's inferno king of the hill kind of thing Mm -hmm. like yeah i would love to see bobby die every week we've seen him die at the racetrack we've seen him die at the rodeo we've seen him die now in the dishwasher it'd be cool um why I don't know. I have the note. Why is Luann there? I don't know why I have that note. Um, why is Luann there, Johnny?
1: Luann is there because Peggy is, the Peggy doesn't have any speaking lines in this whole episode, I don't think. But she's there. She's picking stuff out of her, her mustache, and she gives Hank a big old fake fart, and so Hank can't use that bathroom. Yes. And then Luann is there oh, to, that's, that's to occupy it, yeah. the other bathroom, to just go, I need to talk yep. to someone right now.
0: Why is Luann in the Hills bathroom? I don't know. I don't care. Um, also, finally, this is my note. This is a really shitty musical, or, uh, so, I'm just gonna read the note to you. This is a shitty musical cameo. They're playing themselves, and it's not like in Fanfare and or Hey, Scott the Willies, when there were people playing themselves, but at the same time, these celebrities are doing something different. Right. Like... This yeah this is this is a worse musical cameo than Green Day as Kane Schrederberg and the stubborn stains,, okay. and we all know how much I pissed and moaned about how useless Green Day was as the stubborn stains. This is the worst cameo, this is the worst musical cameo, and I'd just say general cameo we've had thus far, yeah, like no doubt is totally wasted. Uh, we just had fanfare, and, like, we had fun lines for everybody involved. Like, we had the Charlie Daniels bit. We had the, oh, what's her name? Not Martina McBride. I can't tell The charcoal woman. Winona, Thank you. Winona Judd. Yeah, Winona, Win, Winona Judd. I was going to say writer. That wasn't right. We had Winona Judd. We had Randy Travis, like, saying an entire role as a piece of trash, but yeah. he was there. We had, um, yeah, like... This is a really shitty... This is this is Simpsons-level cameo. This is season 20 Simpsons-level character. Oh, yeah. Somehow King of the Hill has managed to jump the gun so fucking fast just to get the notoriety of a name brand into their show that we just have fucking no doubt. I don't think I've ever... And maybe this is me. So up until yesterday, I'd never heard a No Doubt song. And so then... Today, when I was breaking down Lone the Cooler, I listened to all of one of their fucking albums. I would love to tell you which one it was, but it's all the same fucking trash that I just hear on repeat all the fucking time anyway. It's bad. This is a bad use of a musical guest star. Anyway, Johnny, notes, go. I'm sorry. I'm mad. I'm horned up.
1: You're you're good. Oh, God,
0: if last episode didn't piss me off, like, this fucking popped my left cheek and now I'm furious.
1: Uh, So I have in here, it's the end of season five. You already brought that up um because yep. you, you you just so eloquently went into it i think i have a theory on why why no doubt pisses you off more than anybody else up to this point even more so than kanye's whenever okay. and it's because ev- every other instance it's either somebody that is it's an undercover cameo like like the stubborn stains so yes they're playing a shitty punk band but it's not oh yeah that's the band down the street named green day no that's that's not what it is yeah. so at least they try or it is believable, as outlandish as it sounds, for Willie Nelson believable. to, be, to, to yeah. be playing golf on the same putting green or same same golf course as Hank, get completely wanged and then have Bobby go and help him out, whatever, that is believable. Fanfare is incredibly fucking believable because they still have massive fucking festivals where you can just sit there and go to merch tents and meet a bunch of people. That still very much fucking happens. Mark, what doesn't happen anymore?
0: uh festivals no
1: platinum level fucking bands playing a high school fucking, like prom like oh you this mean is, that one yeah you mean
0: the entire like throwing every se-
1: no okay, doubt was yeah, arguably. Okay, that yeah no doubt is was that's at one the of the time. my cons that's in my cons but yeah like yeah, no doubt was arguably yeah. one of the biggest bands in the fucking country at the time that this episode debuted and yet, oh, you you guys are like I get it. It's quirky, it's kooky, it's fun. That you guys are so cool. You're the pop punk ska band that 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 would do this. No, you wouldn't. I'm sorry. No, you wouldn't. And nobody would ever do that. And nobody will still do that. Not a band of your caliber. This is that's something that I would expect like Goldfinger to do, because everybody most everybody <laughs> knows like three songs from Goldfinger, but they haven't fucking been popular in 25 years, and they never hit the fucking peaks that no doubt did. Okay. So I think believability is why this makes you so mad because it's everything else is very but, feasible, but this is not. No, it's not believability of. I I agree with you. I agree with you 100. percent But it's not that. It's just they don't do anything. What are they there for? That, like that true? Yeah, you get a couple of like silly quips from them like when they're talking to them on the phone and, and they have that whole little thing. This okay. Song's okay. But that could, really... okay. You could sample
0: that from literally any amount of DJ banter from a morning zoo show yeah. that they would have just appeared on. Like it's lazy. It doesn't add anything to it. It's lazy. That's, that's it. That's what it fucking is. Johnny. It's this lazy. It's lazy and I fucking hate it. It's, it's not. It's not a cash grab. It's look at my clout, because now I have enough badges to train Charizard, so I'm going to have Charizard on my team, even though Charizard is fucking trash. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, let me get back to the more yeah. notes here. We're, we're gonna, Man, we're gonna... you are
0: making me angrier in ways that I didn't even know I could reach.
1: <laughs> we, we need this some is zenith cathartic here. for me. We need some zenith here. Um, we're going to scoot off, no doubt, for a minute here, because I guarantee they're going to come back. Um...
0: <clears throat> no doubt, buddy. No doubt. No doubt, I've got more shit to say about them.
1: Uh, I don't. I think. I think I brought this up uh, when we had the last school dance that Bobby and Connie went to when Bobby had gout. But I don't like school dances. I skipped my my junior. What was it? My junior homecoming to go and watch Jackass with my buddy. Like I was like, this is a much better use of my time. Um. Yeah. Like. School but it has time. been a minute since we had a
0: dance. The last dance we had was "Love Hurts and So Does Art." Yes, with Madame Toe. With yes,
1: I uh, know my name is Madame. I'm here to start this show. That one. He calls his toe Madame. I did not know that. Yep. I see you did not know about the rascal either. Um, <laughs> just school dances, and we're gonna see. What don't we see at least? Go one watch more? that,
0: one. guys. Go watch "Love Hurts and So Does Art." It's a much better episode. Uh, don't
1: we see at least one more? Because I'm trying to remember when we get fat, gross, like Simpy Bobby Cherub. Oh, um, or is that just a house? That's party? not
0: so much a dance. That's a party at the Gribbles. But okay. yeah. Um, what is it like Bobby's love story or something? I can't think of the name of it. Yeah,
1: it's awkward and it's really cringy and I'm not looking forward to it. Uh. In the, nope. Did you notice? It's coming up, buddy.
0: It's on the fucking pike. Uh, What's up?
1: Uh, as I say, did you notice what music is playing when Hank walks into the porta potty?
0: Oh, I have that note. I'll I swear sort of to God, I have that. i give you one. I'm trying guess. to get better
1: about it. What is it? It feels so good. Is it really? It is feels so good. By it must Trek be because I don't have that.
0: I have four fucking musical stings in this episode, and I cannot find any... Or in, these, in Between these two weeks, I've got a bunch of music cues, and yep. I can't find any fucking one of them. But um, yeah, sorry. I, yeah. No,
1: it's, I didn't call out any of the No Doubt songs, because honestly, if you guys really want to listen to them, you could just go listen to them. It's like the top probably three songs. Okay, but also, trip.
0: you're not doing anything special by playing No Doubt. Yeah. There, no Doubt is the guest star. I'm sure you, like, if you guest star... You, Empire Records gives you like three, three, like 10 second song clips. Yeah, exactly. That's just what you do. Like, yeah, it's Um, not a special
1: thing. We also get to hear Must Be the Money by Nelly. Okay. So I, I, I'm trying to, trying to keep track of the music cues here. That is almost a retro rage in and of itself. Um, Before we get into present cons, I have one retro rage in here. Do, do it do, is it no doubt no do radio show contests still oh. fucking are they still a thing i swear almost no every... dude
0: it's like three radio djs I, I, it's all it's all yeah fake.
1: as i say i don't think there's there's an actual radio dj anymore i think it's all just like big machines and then there's morning variety shows there's like three of them that are syndicated across the whole goddamn country i listen to one yeah there's like bob here. and
0: tom there's howard stern and then there's um um uh oh what was ralph garman on johnny
1: Oh, he was um, on uh, uh, K-Rock.
0: K-Rock, thank you. Yeah, like, yeah, no, they don't exist.
1: Yeah, uh, we had one where I used to live that, that like, I in, was in Colorado, and it's based out of Michigan called Free Beer and Hot Wings. So it's like, okay. Okay. Like, I just don't think they fucking exist anymore. Like, contests. You can't really do contests with these people anymore. So, um, let's get to pros, bud. Give me a pro. Pros, I know there's got to be something uh, you like in here.
0: I have a singular pro, and it's Joe. maybe this is a B-plot, or it's B-A-sub-1, I can't tell. I like Joseph and his weird, like, Connie-is-leaving-Bobby-for-me plot. I just kind of like it. Ooh, and then, like, okay. it even kind of the episode wraps up with Bobby and Connie riding bikes back home, and he goes, he knows that you just went to the dance with him to get back at me, right? No, it's kind of becoming a problem, honestly. Yeah. I like that. I, love I how like how honest Connie But is. then I, like... I like his whole like Joseph being horny or not horny but like weird teenagers just like me and Connie ha, 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 ha. like just I like all of that I like all of Joseph being weird in this because we haven't really gotten to see Joseph be gross and weird yeah. outside of I don't want to wait but like yeah
1: okay That's your singular pro. That's my one pro. How about you? Um, Only
0: pro. Only fucking pro. Oh, hey, you know what? No, I've got a second one. The security guard is kind of funny. I saw a gorilla do it on the Discovery Channel. Scared scared the the crap crap out of me. me.
1: Whatever. Digging real deep here. What you got for me, buddy? Uh, I didn't think I knew that line until he started it and I finished it. And I went, oh, God, I do like this line. That's (laughs) hilarious. Um. (laughs) <laughs> a dollar for a shitting experience is basically where I live now because you have to pay for public toilets everywhere in Germany. It's most of Europe actually.
0: Privatized toilets keep the degens out.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So uh, you always got to have a little euro token on you just in case. And yeah, that's that. That's a definitely a new experience for me. It's cleaner. I'll tell you that much. Like it doesn't. They don't. People don't vandalize it nearly as much. Um. I don't know how often this pops into my head, but it's way more often than it should. But it's at least probably once a week. I find myself doing the the rock on gesture, and then I realize that I'm this close to doing the Longhorns, the Landry Longhorn salute, and I just think to myself, "TLMSR Mike," or "TLMSR Mark." Wow, I only had one fucking beer, and I just thought, <laughs> "Who the Mike. fuck is Mike?" "TLMSR Mark." <laughs> Tom Landry Johnny, Middle John, are you rules. seeing another podcast? I promise I'm not. <laughs> I also uh, – shout out to any of you guys that are on the King of the Hill subreddit. That shows up there a whole shitload because it's just a single still of Bobby like giving you the longhorn. Yeah, throwing up the horns. It's, I love it. I absolutely fucking love it. And I always forget that it's from this episode. Uh, I think it's a pro that they have a Taco Bueno in school because I would have absolutely lost my fucking mind if there was a Taco Bell in my middle school or high school. Um, we did. Have I wanted to ask you about that.
0: I wanted to talk to you about that. We did um, have Chick-fil-A. Okay. Okay. Right there. You had Chick-fil-A in your school. Yes. How big was your school? Like
1: rough. Um, so, so the, the school that I had it in, cause it wasn't my high school. It was my middle school. You only got it once a week. So it wasn't an everyday thing, but you could get a Chick-fil-A sandwich once a week. And it was a K through 12. That was very fucking new. Like when I was in the sixth grade, it was the second year the school was open. So, uh, okay. I want to say there was probably 800 kids total. Okay. So not massive, not small, but not massive.
0: That's still insane to me. Yeah. No, my graduating class was 60. So yeah,
1: <laughs> that's all right. I always forget that you're from a much smaller area or a much smaller yeah, school. For All the say. moving
0: around I did up until high school, like I never saw any of that. I don't know. It was not, it was not something I got to experience. So I was curious, like, cause I know that you lived in like a bigger city or bigger, whatever, a bigger area of Denver. Right.
1: But yeah, yeah, it was okay. I, I honestly, I did not like Chick-fil-A at the time it was offered to me in school. And I I got a taste for it later when I worked for Chick-fil-A, but even then I, I won't eat Chick-fil-A anymore. It's gross. I can't do it. Um, that good. It's, I, it's really not. And they, they have such terrible values. Like I'm sorry, don't get weird and political with all your shit. Um, the last, do not politicize your goddamn passable chicken. It pretty much, like guys, there's there's already much better chicken sandwiches out there, or at least comparable ones by companies that don't have a problem and have to inject their fucking like Christianity shit into everything. Uh, we're not getting on this subject because I'll fucking go off, man. Um, this is a long episode already. <laughs> yes, uh, one more pro here. I love like I. <laughs> I don't feel like you and I see quite so starkly that Bobby is going through puberty very often. Like, we yeah. see it, but it, but it's mostly because somebody else is going through it. You know, we we had him go through the entire debacle with Connie during Isle 8A. We just had, had, had him come back from Arizona to find out that uh, Joseph had turned into the Jolly Gribble Giant. Like, Bobby is around all these people that are advancing. So, like, he, he's... He is around everybody else that is progressing, and I think it's—I think it was intentional to have Bobby not progress like that. However, I think it's hilarious that the first thing he notices when he goes to that pep rally: "Wow, your cheerleaders really have boobies, don't they?" <laughs> and it's—it's it's okay, such an gra- its such yeah. like a seventh, eighth grader thing to say. Um, and it's, it's just a reminder of, yeah, whether you see it or not, he is going through this shit too. He's just, it's just not nearly as apparent and he's hiding it a lot better or just it like, you know, doesn't quite understand it. But, uh, that's what I got for pros, buddy. Let's get into some cons so we can wrap this bastard up. We're almost out of here. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, I'm just going to
0: rattle through these, uh, con Bobby's bathrobe. It has a... What the hell is that? It's pink. It's got the weird flower. Hank would not let him have it. Next. Fast food in school? Question mark. It's not a con. I was just curious. Okay. But then you get into, like, the deeper, like, politics of marketing fast food to kids and just, like, making them fat first thing out of the gate in high school. And I don't like that. Right. Um, Con. No doubt. No doubt's general existence. Um, Once again, we see Hank's ass. This is twice in one goddamn week. Or, well, okay. Twice in a week for you and I. But twice in or once a week for two weeks for the good listener and viewers at home who are watching this like in syndication or during original air date. This is twice we have seen fucking Hank Hill's ass. I hate it. We haven't seen that man's ass yet. And now we're using it as like a sting point. It's now a plot point. It's now a joke. And I hate it. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. I, don't, okay. I got a lot to bitch about and I don't want to bitch. I just don't want to bitch because otherwise I'm just going to bitch. Oh, 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 I have another pro. I'm sorry. I have one more pro. No, I don't. Never mind. Fuck you. That's next episode. Fuck you, Mark. You're an
1: idiot. Never mind. Go, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> um, my cons in here, uh, like, it's... So, one on here is very much in line with you. It's a shameless musical promotion. It's the first of many. We're going to see a lot more. Um, this is as bad or worse than Dusty Hill when he shows up. Um, as bad or worse than some of the other like country music stars we're going to see much later in the series and it just this feels icky like you said it's a season 20 simpsons thing that totally jumped the shark and you're just having somebody on there to have somebody on there the the whole reason they're in this episode is so that fox could do the little 10 second stinger in between shows to say guess who's on king of the hill tonight you'll never guess it's gwen stefanian no doubt you know what i mean like it's the whole fucking reason you're yes. there. It's to it's to draw people in. Man, to watch I might try and find the episode.
0: commercial for this drop. I, I might try and if, find this if they book, don't distinctly
1: damn. name drop. Fucking no doubt, I would be astounded, astounded. Um, I do not like Bobby in this episode, and I'm gonna tell you right now that this is gonna be the first of at least two, if not more, in a row where I think that Bobby is a piece of shit and he is very dishonest, mm-hmm. and I don't fucking like it because. Mm-hmm. You and I just talked about this. You have spent five seasons cultivating a character. And if you turn around and rapidly shift them so fucking much, I'm not okay with it. I'm absolutely not. okay. It's a with hard it. change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. There's also a plot point here with a Bobby being dishonest that I am just realizing now that I didn't write down, but I have always wondered in a multitude of times I've watched this episode at one point. They basically says, I'm not going to the dance with Connie because she she can't go or something like that. You know, she's going to go and do something else. And they all turn to him and go, oh, cool. Well, What's Your Face wants to ask you out. You can go with her. And Bobby gets all excited. That is never addressed ever yeah. again in the rest of the episode. Because Bobby ends yeah, well, up going. why would it be? Well, because Bobby ends up going with someone else. But it was like, dude. So I think – Yeah, I don't know. I think that that part is like they
0: found out that Bobby was in middle school and all that shit, but then they realized that, yeah, this dude did get us no doubt. So that's when they give him the the ticket retroactively. Okay.
1: Okay. So, like, what's her name? Gwen, right? Not Gwen. That's Gwen Stefani. That's not Gwen. Yeah, I, I get what you're driving at, though. But it was just like you guys never address this again because Bobby was essentially going to score with at least a sophomore, if not older. And go to, go Thank to God here. that we didn't get a Bobby getting statutory raped episode. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the only other one I have in here is a direct juxtaposition of one of your pros. I don't like the okay. Joseph and Connie stuff because it's already been done. I I don't like it. I don't like it by
0: any stretch. But I just kind of like Joseph in this one because okay. like we don't get a lot of Joseph stuff. We saw him in right. the Exterminator with the fucking cockroaches, and yeah, whatever. I just I just like it as like kind of a little bit of a breakup. Or, or not breakup, but yeah, breakup, a breakup of like the, the main plot of Bobby being Bobby, but like Joseph totally misinterpreting a situation. Right. And then like, oh, she's going to pick me now. Like just all of that. I really like that. I think that's kind of funny.
1: That's fair. I don't know. I, I think it, once again, it was, it was lazy writing for them to just go, well if she's not going with Bobby, then we're just going to have her go with Joseph because it's more time. It takes more time to explain why she would go with somebody else. Dude, you have chain with Sana song. He's right fucking there, but it
0: hurts Bobby more directly. If she goes with his best friend, I don't and that's think what Connie's so. doing is yeah. Bullshit dude. Cause <laughs> chain, she's already been on dates with chain and like we, uh, fanfare, like, we kind of already established that, like, Chain is not that much of a threat. So she couldn't okay. totally flip the script on him. You go to a dance with your best... Fr- your girl goes whatever. to the, the dance you with your like best friend. you like goes with your best friend. I haven't been in school in fucking, like, 20 years. I don't remember what this politics bullshit is. Anyway, yes. Your best friend goes with your girlfriend or the girl that you really like. That is, like, a double treachery stab. That's some fucking, like, Macbeth shit. Like... yeah.
1: Well, in the seventh grade, it, it makes sense was. that she
0: would do that. But,
1: yeah, I, I get it. I, I don't know. I just, but, I've seen yeah, it already I once because Joseph has already been very much misled once, and it, it ended up with him, like, trying to mack on men. And I don't know. I felt like we, we've already opened this chapter and read it once. Why are we getting a fucking repeat? But,. Eh, that's me. I, dude, that's me, that's I, me being bitchy. Man, you
0: ain't gotta talk to me about it, because I'm there, too. I'm I'm fucking there, too. Let's rate this bitch. Yeah. Do you have anything else to... Oh, wait, no. You, I got a retro reference rage. Do Number you? one. Number one retro reference rage, yeah. Okay. Uh, Johnny, who is that kid in the TV show with the kidney problems? Because I've got two answers, maybe. I have Either no Gary idea. Coleman or Emmanuel
1: Lewis. It's gotta be Gary Coleman.
0: But, yeah, retro reference rage. Nobody watches Different Strokes and or Webster ever again. And then...
1: To that end, favorite moments? Um, I love the, uh, he's a squatter. Okay. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my absolute love for trashy teenage, like like stupid teenage movies. Like I love weird, uh, I'm going to go out and, and spend all night and go to this ridiculous party teenage movie. Uh, I just watched one. It's, it's the format of... The Purge, except for instead of being able to kill anybody and commit any crime that you want, there's one 12-hour period a year where you just basically get to do any drug that you want. It's called The Binge, Mm. and it's a terrible fucking movie, and I watched it with my wife, and it's Vince Vaughn just getting, like, completely tanked throughout the entire movie and a bunch of stupid kids doing every drug under the sun. There's, like, ridiculous, like, uh, Broadway musical numbers and all this other shit, so... This is a long then, roundabout way for me saying that every time I hear the one random ass high school student just go, Gah! and then the, the principal immediately scream at him, God, Glenn! I I lose my shit every single time because I oh, fucking fuck love you. that. Uh, oh, <laughs> I love you. that. Why? Fuck you. That was my favorite moment. No, this means that you and I are on the same fucking page about this episode then. because <laughs> I know, but God damn it, Johnny. We're supposed to be like diametrically opposed a little bit. No, we're not, not with this one.. <laughs> and they also mentioned that particular character, Conklin, earlier in the episode, because that's the one where they're talking about, hey, did, did, were you if you Conklin's went to his party? party, you didn't remember it. Yeah, they specifically mention it as Conklin's party.
0: Yeah, so Conklin's like the fucking piece of shit D Gen kid. Yeah. Yes,
1: absolutely. Conklin (laughs) is what Dooley will eventually evolve into. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm so glad that that's your favorite moment, too, buddy.
0: oh man yeah no i'm i i take back my fuck yous i love you buddy i'm sorry just this <laughs> episode okay. makes me mean it's that's let's also rate the, this <laughs> let's rate this piece of shit like God, say, let's just rate it i don't even fucking care
1: that's also the stinger at the end of the episode so you get to hear it twice if you listen all the way through the credits um ratings yes. Yes, okay so charcoal to blue flame i gave it a butane okay. it's because it's a time capsule of early 2000s like high school pranks that's the bulk of the episode is them doing stupid shit for a radio contest. None of it would work now. You're not going to be able to cram people into a phone booth or into a porta potty or any of that sort of stuff. No one's going to give a What's shit. What's a phone booth? Like, yeah, exactly. Phone booth. Retro um, reference rage. What's the fucking phone booth? Who can say? Right. Um, like it's, they're these high school pranks and you know water ballooning a bunch of middle schoolers. No, you would get canceled so fucking fast. It'd be like a hate crime now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh I ge- I gave it a butane, man. What how about you? Uh megalo And my only note for this is god
0: damn I hope season 6 is better. And listeners, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm so grumpy this time. I'll try to be better next week. I swear to god. It's not a good episode. I don't care. <laughs> I could never watch this one again, and I would be fine with it. I would almost give this one a charcoal, but I kind of like little bits of it. You know, I don't I don't know. Okay. It's just, it's not charcoal bad. It's not charcoal bad cuz I can still watch this even going into this one knowing that I hated it. I still it was I was fine. I don't know. I uh, I'm
1: okay. uncomfortable.
0: Let's get the hell out of
1: here, buddy. I think we uh we can do that, but I got a question for you first, Mark. What's that? You still like King of the Hill? Johnny, Gwen Stefani was in a band
0: called what? No Doubt. No <laughs> Doubt still like King of the Hill.
1: How about you, buddy? Hey, I still love King of the Hill, even if they have some pretty shameless uh, uh, ska Punk plugs. It is what it is. Uh, Mark, where can the good people find us?
0: Uh, the good people can find us at uh, danglepodcast at Gmail. They can find us at Dangle Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter, or you can find me on our sister podcast, the two wizards podcast. And I don't know what we released this week because Josh is still in Greece. I think I'm not sure, but Josh, if you're listening, we love
1: you and hope you get home safe. Johnny, where can they find you? Uh, good listeners here. You can find me at kraut ball stream. That's kraut as in sauerkraut balls and Swedish meatball and stream as in the uncompockery river where I used to have my very own mower races back in Montrose.
0: fantastic (laughs) listeners thank you for listening thank you for loving us thank you for being there i'm turning into linda belcher's thanksgiving song so i'll (laughs) just say this kill the turkey Uh, dangle podcast is thanking you for thanking us for thanking me for listening uh kill this episode we love you all everyone
1: (laughs) have a good night everyone